Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 1 through 9, the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 34 through 43, the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 3, verse 13 through 17, and Psalm 29. Open our minds, warm our hearts, but also bend our wills, for we seek to hear your word. Amen. Our son Constantine was born on a Sunday morning, November 23rd, 2014, at 3.46 a.m. in a small pool of water at a little house in St. Louis, just down the road from Forest Park. He was born in the still and sacred darkness with midwives all around. He was born again on a Sunday morning, January 4th, at 10 a.m., in a small marble font of water at Christ Church Cathedral, just across the street from the Public City Library. He was baptized under shining lights and in a white gown with church ladies all around. We're not really big on birthdays in our family. Don't make too much of it. But we always make sure there is a cake to remind us of the sweetness of life. Always a song to remind us to use our voice. And always a candle to remind us of the light that we hold. We have four humans in the slain household, so we do this eight times a year. Once for the day we were born, and once for the day we were born anew. Last Wednesday, we celebrated Constantine's baptism birthday like we always do, with a cake, a song, and a candle. And now that he's a little bit older, we asked him the sacred questions that we answered for him eight years ago. Will you show up? Will you resist, repent, and return? Will you proclaim the good news of the gospel? Seek and serve and love. Will you strive to be and help others see God's dream for humanity? And Teal used his voice, too, to say, I will, with God's help. Every year, every month, every moment, actually, is an option, an opportunity to be born again. 
Every time we show up, every time we resist evil, when we repent and return, every time we proclaim the gospel and seek and serve and love, every time we strive to be and help others see God's dream for humanity. This is how we live a baptized life. Those of us who are already baptized know that it's not always sunshine and rainbows and puppies. It's just as messy and complicated as the life we were first born into. Being a Christian doesn't mean that there is suddenly no pain or fear or struggle. Oftentimes, it means we see more of these things because we're paying attention as we press up against an individualistic consumer culture. And if you're human like me, you won't only see more of them, you will experience them. Our baptismal covenant reminds us that we will mess up. It supposes we will sin. It says when you sin, whenever you sin, not if you happen to sin once or twice in your life. Being made Christ's own forever means that we get to return again and again. We get to try again and again. We get to seek life again and again. Once upon a time, there was a teenage boy in a congregation much like this one. He and his family attended sporadically. They came to some social events, attended worship at least three times a year. But as confirmation grew closer and closer, the church saw more and more of him. He went on two retreats a mission trip, weekly classes for study and exploration, and he made fast friends with the other kids in his confirmation class. The big day came. He was around the church so much that on one occasion, someone even mistook him for one of the priest kids who basically live here now. That Sunday morning, the bishop laid hands on his head as he confirmed his baptismal covenant. Many more came to the waters of baptism, and others were received from other church traditions. And then, poof, he was gone. We worried at first, but as several weeks went on, we noticed we didn't see him at the chili cook-off or the PWC ramp build or the epiphany class on Mission Incarnate. <laughs> we thought we should worry, but then we saw him on Instagram at the Bengals game. Whew, he's okay. And once, buying carrots at Kroger. 
Finally, after some time had passed, someone from the church saw him and said, Hey, where you been, man? And this baptized and confirmed Christian seems surprised by the inquiry. What do you mean? I did all the things. I took the class. I went on the retreat. I listened to Melanie's sermon, even though she went on and on and on forever. I even tuned in to Phil's Tuesday morning Bible study. I guess I thought I was done. And that's where the church realized it messed up on teaching this young man about baptism. Because often we see it as the end and not the beginning. We check it off a list instead of making it the pen we write with. We think of it as a thing that happened to us once a long time ago, instead of making it who we are. Our gospel for today tells us that baptism is not the end, but a beginning. It is not a culminating event, but a rebirth, a fresh start, a chance to make things new. Jesus himself begins his public ministry in the world with baptism. Because baptism is a beginning. It is the first day of the rest of your life. And it's good to be reminded of this from time to time. It might seem silly to have a cake and sing happy baptism to you and hold a candle to it. But if it reminds you of sweetness and joy and light, then do it. Henry, I'm telling you, you're going to get cake twice a year. <laughs> and if in the past you've avoided coming to baptism days on Sunday because you think the service might run an extra 10 minutes, then expect for good things to happen. Expect that your priest will throw you a bone and not preach any longer. And know that every time you show up, every time you resist and repent and return, every time you share the good news, every time you seek and serve and strive, every time you dream of a better world, you are reminding yourself and those around you that you were born once, and then you were born again. Amen. <laughs>